it's better to try and to fail than rather to not try at all. You don't want to get caught up in what the world says you have to, like what that dream looks like. Welcome to another episode of the Wichita Life Podcast, where we take a look into the minds of impactful and successful creatives, athletes, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and more from Wichita, Kansas. Today's sponsor is Il Primo Espresso Cafe. Il Primo is one of my favorite coffee shops. There are two convenient locations, downtown at the base of the Epic Center and on the east side at Central and Woodlawn. If you've ever been, you've seen how many options are available, and if you haven't, you need to go check it out today. Go grab a coffee from Il Primo today. Welcome back for another episode of the Wichita Life Podcast. My name is Landon, and I'm the host. Today's guest is Molly Beaver. Molly is currently a junior at Trinity Academy in Wichita, Kansas. She is a musician who sings, plays guitar, piano, and the ukulele, and has performed at various venues all over the U.S. Molly has also competed on The Voice and American Idol, making it past the first round. Enjoy my conversation with Molly Beaver. All right, I'm here with Molly Beaver and her mom, Darcy. How are you guys doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Good. Um, so can you just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Um, I was born and raised in Wichita, Kansas. I grew up going to um, Andover. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went to like Cottonwood and then Andover Middle and then Andover mm-hmm. High. And my sophomore years, I, I transferred to Trinity Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so I'm a junior now. And... Yeah, I when I was eight, I started singing and performing and kind of got into the music scene mm-hmm. around then. So it's been a good journey ever since then. Cool. Um, yeah, so that's kind of why we're here. Just talk about kind of your career so far and where it's going to take you. Um, yeah. So you just talk a little bit about like what got you into singing, um, playing music or uh, instruments. What, what got you into that and what all do you play? Honestly, um, I kind of just always like, knew that I liked music mm-hmm. when I was younger I just I used to sing around the house and so I got interested in it and I was like I want voice lessons so mm-hmm. um at age eight that's when I actually started taking um voice lessons and then I took guitar lessons along with it okay. and that's also when I like first started performing you could say and um I just loved it and I Honestly, learning instruments was difficult, <laughs> but I'm so thankful that yeah. I learned them because it's just it's worth it in the long run. And at age 11, I started piano, and so I was doing guitar and piano. Um, and then I randomly wanted to play a ukulele because hey, I, I was with guitar, right? <laughs> it does, it does. And I thought it's so cute. And I was like, <laughs> I just want to like be able to play those songs. So anyway, I got one of those and the, it was very helpful that I had guitar right. in my brain. Yeah. Cause then, you know, the, you're, you already have calloused fingers and all that. And so, um, yeah. And actually this year there was an opportunity where one of our friends, um, they were giving a violin away. Oh, wow. And so I had always wanted to play violin. It was like, I don't know why as a kid, I was like, this is like my dream instrument to learn <laughs> how to do. So we took it, and I've been starting lessons cool. this year, and I love it. Which so, one's the hardest? Oh, I don't know. They're like hard for different reasons if mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah it does i don't know right now for me a violin is just because it's new and unlike the guitar and ukulele it doesn't have frets which yeah. are the lines right, right, yeah. so it's all muscle memory um wow, for yeah, like where more difficult, it yeah. is yeah so it's just basically repetition and yeah yeah <laughs> violin seems like it'd be way more difficult i play guitar a little bit I dabble so if I had played since I first started I'd be slash I mean I started in like fourth yeah. grade but then I would go for six months quit 
a couple years later pick it up and same kind of thing but yeah yeah I think without frets that would be a lot more difficult so it's yeah I definitely find that though just with instruments like it's hard like because I play four I'll be playing one for like a week and I'm really into guitar this week <laughs> and then the next week I'm just like so into piano yeah. and I'm like looking up all these cool songs to learn and then I don't know it's just so random I'll never be like play all of them in one day yeah which I probably should but I just <laughs> <laughs> I get so into just one instrument at a time is it hard to balance I mean school whatever other activities you're in and then playing each of these instruments and singing like is that hard to juggle all that yes definitely yeah. I mean I I like keeping myself busy but it's definitely hard because I don't know I have a standard for myself yeah. and I want to be good at like these instruments but it takes a lot of discipline because, like, after just doing schoolwork and really focusing on that and then extra, you know, curricular activities, sometimes I just want to nap. Understandable. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I should be, you know, improving my music yeah. somehow. And sure. It's hard, but it's good. Yeah, definitely. What uh, activities are you involved with at school? Right now, I am a cheer cheerleader. And it's my first year doing that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I was like, I want to try something new. <laughs> Never done this before. Um, yeah. So I'm doing that, and I, we're in basketball season. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, I'm actually in our school, our school's high school musical production. Very cool. Yeah. I thought that that was a fun show to pick. But um, I'm just a cheerleader. <laughs> in the show <laughs> because I can't be you know anything more because it's just there's so much time commitment sure. for yeah. both and yeah, absolutely that's yeah. awesome though yeah kind of spread it wide and cast yeah. it out. involved in everything that's cool um is your family musical musically inclined I think so I mean <laughs> my mom and dad were both in magicals in high school okay, yeah and um, my sisters, I think, uh, they can sing. Like, my oldest sister, Abby, um, she actually started singing before I did. Yeah. And she would sing at different competitions, too. And Very cool. I think she just stopped, or she just faded out and wasn't as passionate. Yeah. And Yeah, but they both have voices, and, like, they yeah. can sing. That's cool. Yeah. And I think um, it all comes really from my mom's uh dad mm -hmm. my papa mm -hmm. he has a great voice and he used that's to awesome. sing in churches a lot very cool yeah yeah that's the opposite of my family <laughs> <laughs> my brothers and i cannot sing and my parents cannot sing and so that's really cool um do you still take lessons or anything i take yes i take voice and piano mm -hmm. and now violin um i don't take guitar anymore and i never took ukulele but yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Um, is there a favorite style you like to sing in, like country or pop songs, or what do you like to do? Yes, I. It's honestly so weird because I have different moods for things, mm -hmm. but I really like performing country and yeah, singing that. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, it's so fun. I have t so many artists though that I like like to. I've been really getting into the classic country lately. Sure. And so I love like Dolly Parton and, um, oh, I'm blanking on her name. What's Patsy. Patsy Klein. Oh, yeah. yes. And, oh, sorry. <laughs> and, um, and I also love jazz. Like just Very like cool, that yeah. kind of, I don't know, like Nora Jones and. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Vibey stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee shop. I we like, like it, to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's very cool. Um, so you mentioned a couple of like the inspirations. Do you think you sound like any one artist more than another, or does it change over time when you different moods and everything? Honestly, I don't. I don't know. I think this is kind of going on a trail. But yeah, I've been told a lot that I sound like the old Miley Cyrus when I sing. Okay. So that's a pretty good comparison. She's yeah. Voice, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I'll take the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Um, so what do your friends say? Have they always been like, have they always known about like the side of you, I guess, or have you always been kind of the, the singer or musician of your friend group? I feel like since I kind of started at a young age, I guess I've always been the one that sings or yeah, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, and I don't know. I saw that later in my life, it did kind of 
I don't know, it kind of became a conflict just in sure. like, you know, instead of hanging out with friends, I had to go perform yeah. or just different situations where it not necessarily got in the way, but just like what I had a passion for and like I wanted to do singing. And so I had to sacrifice things. Right. So yeah. I did see that that got in the way, but honestly, my friends are really understanding about it, yeah, which is good. nice. That's important. Yeah. I think a lot of, I mean, it could be anything though, singing, sports, anything, somebody mm-hmm. that's like driven and completely like on that path. Yeah. To greatness. I mean, yeah, it can be hard to balance that. And Definitely. It's cool to support that. Um, so yeah, so there's a couple sides to music, I guess. So there's kind of the recording side because you do some um, personal songs that you've written yeah. um, and then performing. So can you just talk about the recording process a little bit and like writing songs, what that looks like? Of course. Um, I actually, I recorded my first song when I was 12 years old. <laughs> actually last That's night, awesome. I think it was last night, I set up my Alexa that I yeah. got for Christmas <laughs> and we were playing my songs and my first song I ever recorded came on and my voice was so tiny. <laughs> it was so tiny. But um, anyway, yeah. So the process that we go through usually is, I guess I'll go in order. So yeah. how I write a song, it like is different each time mm-hmm. um, because I usually will sit down and I'll like play a chord progression that I like mm-hmm. and I will write the lyrics and chords together because um, I'm not I don't know I think it's more difficult to do just the whole sound of it mm-hmm. than the lyrics because yeah. um, it's easier to just go with it I don't know that's how I think and um, so I usually write it all together at one time and it it depends on really I guess how inspired I am at the time or because sometimes I can get a really good phrase and then I can't find the chorus itself. So I'll have to like wait months and then I'm like, oh, okay, this could be cool. And um, but then there was like been songs where I've written in a day or just in a couple of hours just because it's just like it came so naturally. And um, I don't know. I think it just really depends on the inspiration because I know people like say like with writing like just make yourself do it sit down and write and I do believe that like that does help you improve yeah but I also kind of believe like I think it's cool when I get little inspiration stuff and I'm like oh that sounds cool and then then I sit down and write and I don't know it's also very difficult with um life because I don't know. It gets oh, yeah. in the way. And then I remember in middle school, <laughs> I would be in class and I would get a little <laughs> tune in my head. And I'm like, that sounds really cool. And we couldn't just leave. So I was like, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> and then I would go record oh, really it. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was funny. But anyway, the rec- sorry, I didn't even talk about the recording process. But no, um, you're fine. Yeah, I want to hear all of it. So No, you're good. The, the recording process basically... I would write the song. Then um, we got in contact with this guy named Carter Green Mm -hmm. in Wellington, Kansas, which is actually where our family lives, my mom's sister. Um, So the area was familiar, which is nice. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, we we found out who he was uh, through a songwriter, actually, that wrote the first song I sang and recorded. And... Anyway, you we went in and we, as like they were the producers, like in the beginning of all of my recordings, mm-hmm. and they would um, go through and make the track. That way, I could just come in and sing sure. along to it. And you just do like five takes maybe, and then you piece together the best parts of each song, okay. which is kind of yeah, cool. I was talking about that. And but later, like as I've gotten older, they kind of let me help with the producing part, which is kind of cool. That is cool yeah. to like see how it comes together. It does take longer, but it's cooler because I had like a say in how the music was. Yeah, and, and it makes you a little more well-rounded. And yes, kind of know every aspect of it. That's yeah, cool. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, and the producer. I mean, like Aaron Sidwell. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna definitely give him a shout out because he's so amazing as far as a songwriter and really has sure. been such a guide 
mm-hmm. and what Carter and Aaron have provided Molly is just very approachable completely um, way of recording so that when then she went and did um, some songs in Nashville and recorded there there was definitely um, she'd had just enough experience I mean not a tremendous right. amount but that it made it enough yeah she kind of knew yeah even though they do it com- really quite different with live musicians in throughout the on each part of the song um, but um, she was able to find the flat notes find the sharp notes and tell the engineer she wanted that to be changed you know just yeah. because of that sense of confidence that she'd been given that's really cool yeah, yeah. yeah. it might have been harder to do if she'd never done it before yeah exactly. completely and they were great just guides and it's very like you said it's very different than the Nashville scene because I, re- I got to record once in Nashville. Um, how long ago was that? Okay, two years ago. And it was great. I mm-hmm. loved all the people working and the band themselves. They were really very nice. Um, but it's very different because in Wellington, I can be hands-on. and Right. Their standards in Nashville are, like, different in that way where they just don't let you. I just think that it's just a different approach. Yeah, it, it is sense. a different yeah. approach. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, so is it difficult? I always wondered about, like, if you write the lyrics or chords first. So that's interesting. It's kind of yeah. on the same time. I always wondered about that. Um, but is it hard to ever, like, I don't know, maybe you have a tune or, like, a chord sequence or something stuck in your head to not be like, okay, I feel like I've heard somewhere, either like inspiration versus something um, you might have heard before. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's so much music out there now. Is it hard to ever distinguish? I don't know. There's There's been countless times where I'll like write a chord progression and I'm like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> I'm like, that. this is great. And so I like start writing yeah. and singing and I'm like, but it sounds really familiar right, exactly, and I don't know yeah. why. <laughs> and then I find the song that's like the exact same right. as mine, but with different lyrics. Right. And I don't know. I've always kind of had the initiative to like stop writing it because I'm like, I want to write something original yeah. and different than the, that's been written. But there are so many similar chord progressions. I was about to say, there's only so many Honestly, there's not many. <laughs> you, like there's almost, uh, there's so m- many of the same stuff like have you seen those videos where like yeah. you play the th- same right. thing oh, and yeah. you can find oh, yeah. like 10 songs it's like the top 50 pop songs or something yes it's the same three chords or something so yeah. i've been trying like lately just to keep writing yeah and see what happens because honestly there's so much sim- similarity <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i think it's interesting too um between how you said like making yourself sit down and write versus like when you are inspired to write. Uh-huh. I think that's a hard balance too, but there's a, there's a book called um, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Okay. And it's all about like, I mean, artists of any kind, but like making yourself do the work and sit down every day and do the work and greatness will come out of it. But again, yeah. it's hard to balance between doing Completely. that. And like, if you make yourself do it and you start to hate it, then where, where do you go with that? Yeah, so, but. definitely. And I, I don't know, I found that I don't know, when I used to perform a lot and it was like, I don't know, not really ruining my social life, but (laughs) I couldn't go hang out with friends. I had to go sing, prepare for a concert at least. It's, it's so fun, but it comes to a point where I, I stress out so easily. Like I overstress about like everything. It's a problem, but, (laughs) um, so I began to like not enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, the thing is I love, it's hard because the preparation always stresses me out and I don't enjoy that. But as soon as I get on stage and mm-hmm. I'm prepared, I'm having a blast right. and I like have a sense of peace. So no matter, I always try to remember that feeling 
because I, there there were always countless times where I was like, I don't know if I should do this anymore because it's not bringing me joy. But then as soon as I would perform, it would be joy. So it's just, sure. it's the process I've had to learn that, you know, just if I don't do music, there's going to be something else that's going to be hard. Right. So yeah, people say like, if you find what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Be like, it's still going to be work. It's still gonna you be can work. love it, but it's still going to be yeah, work to get to where I you want to so go. I think so too. <laughs> I think the challenge too is just your age. You know, I mean, that that's the yeah. piece. I mean, the 100%. second that people are done with high school, then I think it'll be easier. Yeah. Because yeah. you see people working. For sure. Completely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just a different approach. I think it's the... It is starting younger, which is harder. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, to answer your question regarding, like, um, how you um, kind of check your songs, if you will, Mm -hmm. you know, because there are so many songs that sound the same, is that's why working with adults, honestly, and other people, like, kind of, here's a song, what do you think? Well, what do you think about this? You know, just some ideas. Yeah. And, and allowing for that feedback and flexibility yeah, definitely. is key honestly yeah. because they just know so much more right oh yeah they just been they've been in the industry longer and yeah exactly completely so i think just being open to that taking the wisdom from them and yeah. helping them having them guide you yes mm-hmm. for sure definitely um so what is your biggest song so far and then i want to talk a little bit about um you maybe haven't cracked the charts here but in europe you've had some success so i want to talk, hear about that a little bit yeah um when you say biggest song, like whatever you mean, <laughs> whatever you mean, highest uh, on the chart, uh, most successful, most listens, whatever that means to you. Oh, um, and where is your music, by the way? I've listened yeah, on Spotify, but where else is the music? It's on iTunes, Spotify, CD Baby, Amazon YouTube, music. Amazon Music. Very cool. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of all over the place. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which is nice. The most. I'm trying to think about my biggest song. I mean, what would you think? I think Gamer's getting a lot of Gamer. play. It's your first one to release to radio. Okay. So I just didn't. Gamer was, uh, I wrote it now maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, like she said, the first one I released to the radio. Mm-hmm. And that one was actually one of the songs I wrote in a day. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's funny how that works. I know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that's also the one that we submitted to, for the Europe kind of, it's this radio producer who Mm -hmm. has it on his station and Mm -hmm. he, um, plays it every, how often did he play it? So he's a radio promoter Oh. and it goes out to hundreds of DJs across Europe. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. And so, um. You know, just to kind of explore, country music is not a, tr- a ton over in Europe. Yeah. And so um, you can release music and not be a signed artist because Molly's not really signed, you know, mm-hmm. and to right. be played on the radio in the United States is a little more tricky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, based on that, she has been on some AM radio, but, yeah. you know, um, so anyway, and then what's great is that then we get feedback from the DJs. So oh, from that's Australia, cool. Yeah. from England, from Germany, from all over. Yeah. And so we, you know, just actually about two weeks ago got that feedback, and then they rank her okay. based on that. And um, honestly, the feedback was great. Yeah. Um, and uh, we just got um, contacted. D- different DJs will contact us. So like a gal in, or they were playing all-female country artists. Yeah. Um, just two days ago, reached out and just said, hey, play Molly's music now. I mean, and, you know, we don't know those people. Yeah, that's um, really cool. It is, is really cool. cool. And, you know, right there on the same line as Molly is Miranda Lambert. So oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing something right. Yeah, that's really cool. I know. So, it was yeah. fun. I think another, like, big song that um, this has been, it was the first one I ever recorded, which mm-hmm. is When You Dream Big. Mm-hmm. And that one, that was the song that was written by Aaron Sidwell. Very cool. And... Yeah, it was awesome because it it came from like a sixth grade project. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> and we were um, building water filtration systems. And so we were basically sending over water filtration systems to families and mm-hmm. kids in um, Nairobi, Kenya. Okay. 
and yeah, it was really cool experience and I didn't really I want I didn't want it to end. And so I thought it'd be cool to have a song for it, but at the time I I didn't really write. Yeah. And I hadn't started that journey. Right. And so um yeah, it was perfect that we met Aaron and we just told him kind of what we wanted to hear out of mm-hmm. the song and it was it's been a huge part of my life, I think, because I don't know. It's just I feel like I have a connection with just that whole organization. Yeah, and, that's really cool. Um, just the whole aspect of dreaming big. Every time I hear it, I'm yeah. like, oh, when you dream big. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but, um, yeah, and so basically that happened, and then all of the proceeds from, like, people that buy it on iTunes go towards, like, Very cool. the water filtration systems, which is awesome. And I feel like that's been the – most impactful song that's yeah. ever come out like that's really cool so that's yeah is that the name of the organization what is the name of that of the sh- uh, life straws yeah all of that well i mean is there honestly you, it goes to a school called okay. cheery children okay. yeah. Education cool. yeah center i don't know if there's a specific organization but it's just like okay very cool yeah proceeds well, it goes for the life straws yes i know but it's like to the to the school I mean, it, so what it is is that through this project in mm-hmm. sixth grade, then um, they, they created community mm-hmm. life, uh, water filters for okay. the school. Yeah, yeah. And then what happened when Molly said, you know, I think I want to continue this, um, we reached out to the headmaster and talked to him, and they were like, they need clean water when they go home. Right. And yeah. so When You Dream Big, this song, When You Dream Big, then – provides these life straws or these mm-hmm. water filters for the families. Yeah. Yeah. So Very cool. when, take home. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's a really good cause. It's hard to get a lot of money because downloads are not very, very much, low. You don't get very much right, money. Right. Right. So yeah. it takes a lot of downloads. Yeah. But we have sent money over and the kids awesome. have received them and then they send us pictures back. So very cool. That's, yeah, that's, that's rewarding. It's yeah. Really yeah sweet. it's good. It's good. Yeah. And then we did a book, a children's book. Yes, awesome. my dad illustrated. Really? Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. We thought it would be just like a, another good way to raise money. Yeah, and, um, it was cool. For a while, Aaron um, and I would kind of put on these. I don't know what you call them. I guess just visits. like author visits. Thank you. So basically, he would kind of tell about. Um, the book mm-hmm. and tell about like our passion and like what we really want out of it. Mm-hmm. And then I would play the song. Very cool. And then we would sell like bo- the books and the CDs and everything. And that kind of helped too. Yeah, and we fun. did a couple of those and yeah, the books, it's just another great way to earn more money for that. Sure. Yeah. And it's a great way to use your gifts. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what makes America so much harder? Is it just amount of mute like to crack into? Is it just the amount of people, all the different? I mean, do you have to be signed, or is there possible to do it independent, or what does that look like? Honestly, I think there's so many different ways to approach it today mm-hmm. that it's like confusing to hone in on like the exact thing that right. you're looking for, and also. I felt, <laughs> at least when I went to Nashville, mm-hmm. I felt like everybody wanted the exact same thing that I did. And so that's hard to kind of see. It's hard to all want the same thing because in my mind, I feel like I'm very like practical and I'm like, I want a job, you know, <laughs> I want to actually make money. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, so I was like, I don't know how that's going to work. Um, and I don't know. Lately, I feel like it's not about, I don't know. I don't know if I really want to be like signed or mm-hmm. I don't know what I want really with it. And I feel like it's more just about, fulfillment and like yeah. what you're doing for sure i think the industry is really hard yeah because it's today it's not mostly about talent it's more about connections mm-hmm. 
and the price you're willing to pay and all that. For sure. Which, yeah. Yeah, I think that what we've always talked about is it is such a hard industry to be in. Mm -hmm. And if that's your passion, then like you said, that it will be just where you go and Mm -hmm. what you do. But if you're doing it for the right reasons, then you are going to have – you're going to be successful. You're going to yeah. be completely have that sense of joy about it and have fulfillment. And just really, you know, keep getting up every day and working yeah. hard because you want to be, even though um, how they're going to determine if you're going to make it or not make it, right. if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think the industry's tough and I, we only know a little bit about it. Right. In the yeah. respect of yeah. like, yeah. but I think it's, they've just changed a thing, a lot of things. You, it used to be you could go to the radio station and hand them your CD or talk yeah. about it. Right? Right. And now and it's I not that way. <laughs> that way as, as much. So, um, yeah. you know, I, I think it's it's hard to know how to navigate it. Right. You Completely. know, and then trust. Yeah, so, yeah 100%. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a better outlook to try to focus on that side instead of, I mean, obviously you want to make it if, or whatever make it means, but yeah. controlling what you can control. Like there's something kind of negative about, okay, oh, they won't sign me. They, I put out another song and nobody lists. It's like, you can only control creating it and performing it. You can't Completely. control how people will take right. it. So Right. And I think and that there is some um, push for independent artists right now. Yeah. And yeah. there is um, a guy out of Texas, um, Aaron Watson, who is – completely doing the independent approach and he's being he's being successful very successful and um defying all odds but working super hard yeah yeah and i think that's the thing is you have to determine like what yeah what do you want out of this how much you want it and just like yeah from people like that is there a roadmap like is he using social media to try to spread the word or like do you know are you going to try to emulate any of that or youtube maybe i mean there's been like like Sean Mendez or Justin Bieber got discovered because of YouTube yeah. or whatever that is. I don't know. I think status does have a lot to do with it mm-hmm. to just like how you carry yourself and a lot of the social media, yeah. just like creating a profile and mm-hmm. I think he does a lot of things on Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Most not Snapchat, but <laughs> 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 no, um, but Twitter, which I have an account that I've never used. Yeah. I'm so bad, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. How, are there any like what's the radio scene in Wichita like? Is that hard? Does anybody help local people get heard? I mean, I've I've talked to some people that are kind of like on the hip hop side of that, but like yeah. countryside or like the kind of music you play. Is there anybody that helps out with that around here? Honestly, when Rusty was on the radio, then he played your music. You know, he was on AM radio. Um, oh, true. And then different things that Molly is saying. The National Anthem 4 has been sponsored by radio stations. Cool, yeah. But I think that they're supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, not that they're not supportive, like, at all. It's just subjectiveness, and there's yeah. a lot. There's probably just layers. There is yeah. layers. Layers yeah. we don't even know and about. bureaucracy and people making decisions. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that was kind of the recording, singing, that kind of thing. Um, hopping over to performing. Can you tell me about some of your experiences? I know just doing a little research, an article from, I mean, it was a couple of years, almost three years old now, but you sang at Kauffman Stadium at the Royal Stadium. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And just tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Um, yeah, that was so fun. Uh, we, I think they actually, they posted like times to audition, I guess you mm-hmm. could say. And we drove to Kansas City. Um, and then back in one day, I'm pretty sure. I can't remember. But anyway, it was it was fun. You basically go out there, and there were a lot of people auditioning. Mm-hmm. And you get to sing on the field. So really even cool. if I didn't get it, I still got to sing on the yeah, field. Yeah, no kidding, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, got, I was fortunate to get it that time and be able to sing. It was a lot of fun. It was like stressful, yeah. Because that is the biggest crowd I've ever I was seen. Say, how nervous do you get before yeah. that? I would be so nervous. <laughs> Honestly, well, the national anthem, I sing it quite a bit, and I always get butterflies a little yeah. bit before I sing because I'm like, there's pressure on this song. Yeah, it's that's like true. More than everybody most knows songs, it. Yeah. It's like everybody knows it. There's a specific way you're supposed to sing it. It's so vulnerable because 
it's just your voice. Right. And anyway, I was I was pumped, but I was like, <laughs> don't mess this up. <laughs> anyway, it went it went good and yeah, it was it was crazy. The what's crazy though, I had to get these kind of earphones mm-hmm. or like earplugs mm-hmm. because the stadium echoes so much. Oh wow, I wouldn't even think about that. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I even had them in, mm-hmm. and I could still hear my echo. I had to concentrate so hard. Oh my gosh, yeah, it, that's a lot it of was so of, hard wow. to hear myself, but it was it was a good experience. Yeah. And then um, I also read that you've done like all kinds of Wichita State games. Yeah, That's cool. yeah, it is. Um, I have one coming up too. Yeah. The eighteenth. Uh, yeah, it's coming up here in January. Wow. I for think w- so. Women's basketball. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's it's just ev- it's f- it's every once in a while that are just like, oh, you're singing. I'm like, okay. So do you it's try out for those? Or are you like on a list that they contact every now and then? Or I think I've done it enough now that they contact Mm -hmm. us Mm -hmm. to sing which is nice really cool yeah it is cool um by far i got to do one uh men's basketball game which was fun that'd be cool because they had yeah they had us sing like um they had me sing god bless america and oh wow no just god bless america oh wasn't there one i did too um i feel like there was when you auditioned for the Royals, you have to audition for both. Oh, really? No, when yeah. you did the Wranglers. When you, oh. Um, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. NBC oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. NBC's cool, yeah. 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 That's really cool. Yeah. I'm sure you'll get some opportunities over at the new stadium, so. Yeah. That's I've been cool. That'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so where, is there anywhere else you performed that was, like, really cool? I know you, meant, you mentioned Nashville. I don't know if that was while we were recording or not, but can you talk a little bit about, like, Nashville and some of those performances? Yeah. Um, we went to Nashville couple years ago for like my first time mm-hmm. um and it's cool we went down the broadway street which is basically like just bars full of people singing yeah and it's really cool um we went during the day <laughs> and, <laughs> and <laughs> you know because i couldn't do that anyway i got to sing um at legends. at legends yeah i was we were there with um one of a really good person that I perform with a lot, mm-hmm. Rusty Ryerson. Okay. He is an amazing performer, and he's been doing it for so long. Um, and he kind of – we actually met at this – what was it? It was like a – it was in Manhattan, Kansas. Mm-hmm. And what's the name of the organization? It was an alumni event for the College of Agriculture. Okay. And so you were singing the National Anthem. And yeah, I was singing the National Anthem – Mm-hmm. Um, they had really good meat, like <laughs> so much, <laughs> like steak and lamb and all that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, so he was actually doing, <laughs> he was doing a gig. Yeah. And so I was like, wow, this is cool. So I gave him my CD and then he contacted me and that's Very how we cool. kind of got awesome. to, yeah. And like, which is really cool because now sometimes we'll go back to that event mm-hmm. and sing together. That's cool. Just like, oh. That's funny. Come full circle. Yes. Um, but anyway, he we went with him to Nashville our first time, and um, he was actually the one who, like, asked the band, like, I'll give you, you know, some money if you let her sing or something. <laughs> so I got to sing, and that was fun. Um, it was a cool scene, just everybody singing. Yeah. Uh, and then I got – there's a hotel. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny because it's just, like – it's just a hotel, but everybody goes to Commodore. It's like a little okay. cafe inside mm-hmm. the hotel to sing at. Mm-hmm. And so I sang there with Rusty and um, one of his really good friends, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Stephanie Lane, yeah. And her music is really good, too. Um, but just last night, uh, the guy that won America, no. no, The Voice... Yes. The guy that won The Voice <laughs> sang at the Commodore. So wow, it's cool. Cause, cool, yeah. Yeah, because there's famous people that, like, go back there and sing or just, like, local people. Mm-hmm. It's a cool place. Cause it's, like, everybody's welcome. Right. Yeah. Nashville is kind of, like, the mecca, right, for, like, music and then especially, like, country music and Completely. stuff. So are you – is there plans to move there, like, future after college or after high school or anything like that? Uh, I I don't know. I we, Whenever we visit, I just – I love it. And I – 
I think it's a really cool scene. Mm-hmm. And I've done um, summer camps at Belmont University, okay. mm-hmm. which is a music school in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And it's great because I'm surrounded by kids that do the exact same thing I do. Right. And we just play music and have fun and get to know each other. And it is cool. And it makes me want to be around people like that. Yeah. Um, By far. I think, I don't know. There's like comfort and it overwhelms me at the same time. Because it's like everybody has the same talent as you. And it's it's like they're, they're so good. I remember my roommate, my second year of the Belmont camp. Um. Well, just in general, like the roommates you get at Belmont, they're so talented and you'll just be singing to each other and you're like, oh my gosh, she's so good. (laughs) Oh my gosh, she's so good. And you're like, ah, this is overwhelming, but it's so fun. So I don't really know what I plan to do, but I was thinking about that college and just kind of seeing where God leads me. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we can plan it all we want, but yeah, I know. Lately, I've just different. been like, you know what, God's will. I'm gonna follow that. <laughs> yep, hundred uh, percent. That's really cool, though. Like, there is something to being surrounded by people that are. I mean, they might all be better than you, but it's like that's probably a good thing. It right? does push you. Yeah, it it's a, it's you a, a good challenge because it did make me want to be better yeah. and improve. And so I did think I did see how that could be healthy. Yeah. Both sides. I mean, there's something to being the biggest fish in a small pond, but there's something about the other way, too. So. Yeah, completely. Um, so you tried out for what I just found out, The Voice and American Idol at yeah. some points in the past. And so I think American Idol was relatively recently, like the last year mm-hmm. over at Century, too, I think. But um, can you just talk about, a little bit about both of those? Of course. Um, I'll talk about American Idol because it was, like, mm-hmm. more recent. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I was pulled out of school that day, and my dad took me down to Century 2. Basically, it was set up like there were five tables and then curtains in between each table. Mm-hmm. And so you could hear everybody's oh, audition. Oh, could you really? Yeah, because oh, wow. it was in one big room and wow. just curtains. So you separate. can't see them, but you can hear everybody else. Yeah. it's Okay, everybody in line can see everything. But ah. then like when you're like actually auditioning... You can still see. <laughs> it's it's very on display. Okay. So yeah, that would be that a little nerve wracking. It too. was a little nerve wracking because I was like, I'm not just singing for this dude. I'm singing for like everybody. And anyway, Do you it get w- any background music? Is it all acapella or what all acapella? Yeah. Um. So yeah, basically they took you in groups of four, if I remember correctly, and um you like each step up and you just take time singing Mm -hmm. your songs and then you step back and you had to have like three prepared and most people only got to sing one Mm -hmm. and he had me sing (coughs) my second one Mm -hmm. um so I just sang my second one and it actually happened to be Gamer my original um and yeah he if they basically, if they like you, I guess they send you to the like winner's booth. Okay. Um, and it was just like this kind of place mm-hmm. cut off by a curtain. And so I got that and, um, my dad, um, and I sat there for like five hours because it's like a process of, we had to record three songs and send it to the producers oh, wow. and, um, then you'd have to wait to hear back from them. But then you had to, like, basically look up um, dates that would work for you if you happened to get it. Oh, wow. So, like, all the times you'd be out of town. Wow. And, yeah. bas- and, and an interview. So it was a lot. Um, it was fun, but it, wa- it was a lot. Um, and, yeah, I didn't actually end up getting another call or okay. whatever. Um, from the producers, and I was sad, but I was honestly not, like, too disappointed because I realized I kind of auditioned without thinking, (laughs) and I was like, what am I going to do with my life if I would have just gotten this and had to just, you know, up and go? right. When I wasn't really prepared, and I say that, I mean, I think it would have been amazing, but right, 
I was kind of accepting that God had different plans yeah. for me at that time, and I was okay with that. Um, and same thing for The Voice. It was... Where was this audition? Uh, the Voice. Yeah, was it here in town? So I, I'd, I'd done it twice, once in Oklahoma. Okay. And the second time, was it in Kansas City? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so both times were pretty, like, low-key. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't as many people because the American Idol was, like, an open audition. Like, as you could say, anybody mm-hmm. could really, right. like, come. It's just how long you're willing to wait. Right. And luckily with, like, the voice auditions, um, I got them. I got. I kind of got an, a pass that part mm-hmm. just from my – yeah, tapes and and, yeah, cool. and that was nice. Producer level. Yeah, which was nice. You yeah. only had to wait in like a line of like ten people. Wow. Yeah. And so, yeah, um, both times were really good. Oklahoma, the H- Oklahoma one, I got past the first two mm-hmm. levels, which is basically like you sing, and then they send you mm-hmm. the interview part, and then that was good. Um, but then I didn't make it to actually go to L.A. Um, I was young at the time. Yeah, 13. Yeah, pretty young. So I... Are there that many people that young? I think today it's more common to audition younger. I don't... At the time, Mm-mm. there wasn't. Really? I, would, I was the only really young one yeah. there. Yeah. So, I don't know. I take those as, like, learning. Sure. Because oh, yeah. it's just, That's like... That's great experience, though. Yeah, it is. And it just helps you learn how to deal with those situations, too. And... Also, it opened my eyes to the people around me and just yeah. kind of like how they did things. And yeah. and same with the one in Kansas City. It was like, in a, it looked like a house, but it was like a studio inside a house, which was really cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you prepared three songs and I just sang one and they were like, okay, um, thank you for coming today, but it's going to be a no. And I was like, okay, thank you. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's good experience. You can't. Yeah. It's just all for the learning, you know, and honestly, it's I think it's important to get the nose to finally appreciate the yes. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anywhere in town you really like performing or do you do any coffee shops? I know Meads used to have people perform there, but is there anywhere else in town you like to perform? Oh, I love Meads. I was so sad. about. (laughs) Anyway, um. Honestly, I need to get on top of that because <laughs> <laughs> I have not been doing small gigs lately yeah. just because of school. And yeah, understandable. Um, I did this pizza place. <laughs> I know, just I know but what's it called? Yeah. I can't even think about it. It was fun. Bob and Luigi's Gambino's. Gambino's. Yeah. Yeah, I, that, like I mean, they, pizza. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's so good, but they do live music. So I, I, I didn't even know they did live yeah. music. So. Well, I don't know why I did it. I don't know if anybody else you does You started playing one day? <laughs> yeah, I just kind of brought my stuff in. <laughs> no, no. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was fun, and it was chill because yeah. I invited my whole family, and that was That's like cool. the whole restaurant, but it's yeah. okay. I think that coffee shops are Molly's vibe, so. Honestly, yeah, I need to connect. Yeah. Donut hole. You could be a donut, donut hole. Yeah. Yes. That'd be awesome. Yes. I know they do great stuff. I need to, you know, apply for that. <laughs> she sings on worship team, so yeah. like, it's a lot of time. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. when you would be normally maybe being yeah. available, yeah. Right it's a lot of stuff to juggle. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so you guys had mentioned a benefit concert for a trip to Africa. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so first, I have the opportunity to go to Africa. Um, because of, it's this teacher trip, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. Um, and we're going to like the schools in Kenya, Nairobi, mm-hmm. and we're going to go visit Chiri, which mm-hmm. is actually the school yeah. that, yeah, the life straws go towards, which is really cool. Cause I'm going to get to meet the kids that, you know, I've been Skyping. Right. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, and then we'll get to just, uh, visit like elephant orphanage, um, so it'll be a good experience. And the benefit concert is basically we're thinking about raising more um, proceeds towards the life straws and um, water filtration systems for the kids and families. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
I'm thinking about doing a kind of donation kind of thing just to support the trip mm-hmm. um, and just donations towards travel and yeah, getting there and Definitely. all of that. Cool. Um, so you might not have all the details um, nailed down, but do you know, have any, is it going to be like January, February? When is that going to be? We're looking at April. Yeah, April? we're looking okay. at April. And we, so we have some, we're waiting to find out about venue exactly yeah, and absolutely. some development of that. So Completely. Sure. Talking to some different artists as well to yeah. join in, which would be really cool. Yeah. Be really cool. Yeah. And I can definitely help promote some of that stuff. So okay. that's awesome. Um, is that trip through school or what, what group is that trip through? Is that through Trinity or who is that through? It's Honestly, through um, how, it's how you through a place called Book Bag Tours. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. So um, we really are going to see the kids at Cheery, hmm. and um, the guy who's leading it um, has been on the initial project with Molly. Oh, and very his cool. School yeah. In Pennsylvania, I mean, he's actually a teacher wow. in Pennsylvania, and then a, t- uh, a couple of teachers in Andover are going as well and yeah. one of them who's leading it as well is one that's been incredibly supportive and yeah. helpful to molly through this whole process and so she was also a part of the uh, sixth grade project yes very cool yeah big part of that so that's it's awesome. kind of cool how it all ties yeah. together so yeah, it's it really open to people all across the united states yeah and so there are people from all over joining us that's awesome yeah. that's really cool what advice would you have for other people kind of chasing their dreams like whatever it might be do you have any advice for people? Because you've, I mean, you're putting in the time and work to chase <laughs> your dream. Do you have any advice to some other people? Yeah. Um, honestly, I think that there comes a lot of, like, discipline in chasing, like, your dreams. Um, but it's, for me, I've just kind of really gathered to the conclusion that I just want fulfillment in that and, like, your dreams could be your passions mm-hmm. and um, to go for them. And it's better to try and to fail than rather to not try at all. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I struggle with too because I get caught up in the worrying and stress of if I fail. And it's important to look past that. And um, I've kind of settled on this whole thing of just I want fulfillment and my passion's music so whatever that looks like it may not be fame and I think I'd be okay with that like I think that fame can be overwhelming Mm -hmm. so honestly just fulfillment in a job that allows me to sing or or even singing on the side it's just I think your dreams are so important but you don't want to um, I'm just thinking about how to say this. You don't want to get caught up in what the world says you have to, like what that dream looks like. Absolutely. Like you can choose kind of what your dream looks like yeah. and the fulfillment of that. Yeah. Those are very wise words. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to mix it up a little bit. So that was kind of a lot about your singing and stuff. So I've got some generic questions and then some stuff about Wichita. So, um, is there anything you often recommend to people, a book, a podcast, TV show, music, anything like that? Okay. Um, I like a lot of different genres and like music. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I am a sucker for, you know, classic country. So I usually, (laughs) um, give a lot of... I like to push that out, just like yeah. the good old Alan Jackson and George Strait and <laughs> all of that. Um, book series. There's been like a book series that I read, and it was in middle school, but like it was it was one of those book series where like you can't put down, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I, I don't have that a lot, and so I was – it was called The Selection. It's basically like The Bachelor in a book. And it's <laughs> so good. But I don't know. That was like the one thing I was like, read this. I could not put it down. <laughs> I read like six books in a week. And anyway, yeah. it was really good. But yeah. And then my mom and I, we listened to podcasts, some mm-hmm. podcasts. So like Amy Brown, who's okay. on the Bobby Bone show. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
She's, I didn't know that was her last name, but yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's so good, and her podcasts are really cool. She brings in um, really cool guests that That's just awesome. have Did not know that. wisdom. Cool. And yeah. Anyway, and then we also listen to um, Bob Goff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, love Bob Goff. Yeah, he, uh, he's so good. He has, like, the best wisdom, and he's so down to earth, and so we love listening to him. I have not listened to his podcast. I didn't even know he had a podcast, to be honest, but uh, I read a couple of his books, and then he came to the Young Life Banquet last year, so oh. that was really cool to meet him and see him. Oh, so. that's so cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So cool. A lot of times he's guests on podcasts. Yes. Yeah. And so... I don't um, know if he has his own. I guess yeah. I've listened to one or yeah. two that yeah. he's been on, but yeah. But yeah, it's really cool. He's awesome. Yeah. He's very down to earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything Enjoy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're very focused on just spreading joy in situations and finding the positivity yeah. in it. And It's important. It's, it's very it's really cool. cool to hear. Um, do you have a favorite failure in any aspect of your life? So it could be your movie career or music career or anything like that? Yes. Um, honestly, I think that, like, the latest one or, like, favorite, I guess, failure – would probably be American Idol just because yeah. it was, I don't know, it's like a, it could be a big opportunity and it could lead to something. But the fact is, like, I he- when I heard that, like, I didn't make it past, I felt, like, kind of relief because of just the stress that would have come with it. Yeah. And um, maybe unreadiness and so I really felt like God was just protecting me in that moment from something I didn't need to get into yet or and I don't know if that that doesn't necessarily mean to just stop trying I think that the failures are so important to like remind you to keep going and to make you stronger and it's also a really good time for like reflection Mm -hmm. and just honing in on what you want and I think it it was, like, at a perfect timing because it was at a moment, um, and I'm still kind of in this moment where I'm, like, I don't really know how I want to make music a part of my future mm-hmm. yet. And so I think that it was a failure that kind of needed to happen. Yeah. And I was okay with it. And But, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, what is your definition of success? A couple of these next questions you've kind of answered with some of your other ones, yeah. but um, how would you define success? I think success is basically just being able to do your passion in your life and what you want. So basically just fulfillment mm-hmm. in your job and whether um, I don't think it matters how it looks like or what the paycheck is, just success is the fulfillment of, your future and like your job. Yeah. And absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you have a life motto that you live by or what is some of the best advice you've received from anyone? I think my life motto or something I say like all the time is I say confidence is key because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm an outgoing person, but sometimes I just need, you know, that extra push to yeah. just like get me out of my comfort zone or um, maybe when I'm not, like, in that mood, I'm just like, nope, I need to go talk to that person. And um, and I think it's a good thing to say to other people, too, because it builds them up and it helps me, definitely. Yeah. And um, a motto that my mom would say all the time is, uh, <laughs> is take um, one day at a time mm-hmm. because I'm kind of a... I think about the future a lot and I think of like everything in advance and it's silly because I can't even control that. So it, it's really helped me and it's very similar to the um, motto, life is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. And you just, it's, it's comforting to know that you don't have to have everything figured out in one, in one day. Mm-hmm. And if you just take each day with um, just the best attitude and, like, how you want to um, how you want to achieve that day or just even just, like, 
thrive or be in the best kind of best like attitude spirits anyway it's just taking each day and really dividing it into like how you would think about like your whole life i don't know it's helped me to really break down my stress level yeah absolutely yep um what is a habit that you've developed um lately in the past few years or whenever that's improved your life the most yeah i think that lately over the past few years i have been really striving to live each day like christ and just see situations in different light Mm -hmm. um because i i think it's important to just be that person that brings the joy to situation and um brings positivity and happiness and so that's when my goal lately and i think it's 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 helped because it helps your attitude and it helps other people's yeah just like trying to think about okay what would jesus do and how can i approach this you know um and just like it says it says like slow to anger um and slow to speak and just like just really like honing in on that and thinking about it and just taking action slowly and Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's important. I mean, there's enough negativity in the world. You turn on the news and there's local, national, worldwide negative stuff. So it's important yeah. to be the spark for Christ. And I mean, it spreads. Yes. Awesome. And it's been it's been very life changing for me just because it's it's made me happier and mm-hmm. know what's important too. absolutely. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so just a couple questions about Wichita. What is your favorite part of Wichita or is there a hidden gym that you like maybe a restaurant or anything like that? Um. I love College Hill. Yeah. The scenery is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's a huge community kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. We used to live there, mm-hmm. and it was nice because it's just like you would see people walking, like, everywhere. Right. And I don't know. I just I love the community in it. And Clifton Square is also yeah, so cool. awesome. So we used to just walk there and – have dinner and I I thought it was awesome because I was like yes I earned my food (laughs) I walked there (laughs) um it it, yeah it's it's definitely really fun and I think there's cool places downtown like Old Mill Tasty Shop and Nifty Nut House just very unique to Wichita it was very Wichita places yeah that's cool um is there anything that Wichita hat doesn't have that you wish it did or what would you improve about Wichita a cheesecake factory. <laughs> I've heard that a couple <laughs> times on the podcast, actually. <laughs> Honestly, we need to get this going. <laughs> I think it might be happening. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. We're starting to grow, so we start I know. attracting some. Well, we've got Dave and Buster's and yes, chicken and pickles. So we keep growing, so it needs to happen. But um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think that which I think Wichita is just a growing yeah. city, and there's so many improvements already happening like downtown and like you said just like where we keep advancing and yeah. community and it's cool to see definitely mm-hmm. um so last question what does wichita mean to you well i was born and raised here um and I, it just really it's a symbol of home to me I feel so much support, like, from everybody and my family and friends and people I don't even really know, just, like, on my career in music, Mm -hmm. and it's just definitely a safe feeling, Mm -hmm. um, and community, and it's, it's definitely true that someone you know, or, like, someone you see knows somebody you know, it's just like that, it's like everybody knows the somebody like six degrees of yes, separation or whatever yes, you can get that's to anybody. What I'm to say. Yeah. No, I will be like anywhere, like in a grocery store or just in a store, and I see someone I know. Yeah. And it's so cool because it's like it makes the city feel smaller and it just yeah. makes it feel more homey and absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Um so where 
again, just to repeat, where can people find your music? Um, find you on Instagram. What What's your tag? That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, people can find me on iTunes and Spotify. And I'm just under Molly Beaver mm-hmm. with an IE. <laughs> and um, CD Baby. I know not many people have heard of that. Um, and um, Amazon Music. And then my Instagram is just Molly Beaver. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. It was awesome to hear your story. And I'm excited to spread it and watch your career blossom. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank thank you you for having us. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Witch I Podcast. If you enjoyed, please share it with a friend and leave a review on whatever podcast platform you use. I'm putting all of the podcasts on YouTube now as well. And we'll start doing video podcasts for some episodes in the future. So go to Wichita Life Podcast on YouTube and subscribe today. If you want to support the podcast, head over to our Patreon page. Thanks for the listen.